This week on the Product Agility Podcast, we find ourselves in Lisbon, Portugal at the Productize 2023 conference, where attendees will get to hear talks from Melissa Perry, Tammy Reese, Leah Theron and Radhika Dutt, to name but four of the amazing speakers. We are here to do our talks in 10, and they're the best way for you to get the inside track and behind-the-scenes insights on the talks and workshops from the conferences that we partner with, so you don't miss a beat. If you're at the conference, come and find us. We're hard to miss with our podcast t-shirts. If you're not, then just enjoy these talks in 10. And who knows, maybe we'll see you at Productize 24. Today's episode of the Product Agility Podcast comes with a special gift in association with Aha Slides, your go-to engagement tool for fun, engaging and effective learning and workshop experiences. Whether I am teaching the criticality of a clear and compelling product vision or facilitating a product strategy workshop, Aha Slides always makes it a more elevating and effective experience through its polls, quizzes and brainstorming tools. Discover how Aha Slides can elevate both your in-person or remote experiences by visiting Aha Slides and use the code AHAXPROD, which is also in the show notes, for a whopping 50% off of an annual subscription. Hello and welcome. This is a Product Agility, product agility Podcast. Oh my God, what a strong start, hey? Awesome. And we're here. For, I don't, I've lost track of the number of episodes that we've done looking at Steph. We've done a lot of episodes. And we're here with uh, Julia... Right? I think I know how to say your surname. German. That's what we normally do at the beginning. That's the one question I didn't ask you. Julia Steyer. And it's so nice to have you here. Now, you gave a workshop here at Productized yesterday, and it's one of those ones where for a podcast, interesting topic, given the, the visual nature of, yes, <laughs> of, of the true. workshop. So they say a picture speaks a thousand words. Um, could you share some words with us about the pictures that maybe were created? No, um, the, your workshop. Can you talk to us a little bit about uh, who is it for mm-hmm. and, and your experience of running it? Yeah. Yeah, who is it for? It's really for everyone. So to, yesterday was all about product management, but in general, yeah, visuals are a great tool for anyone in any profession. Um, I'm really a big fan of visual facilitation and using drawings in business specifically, because I think everyone can draw. Usually, like everyone starts when they were a kid and they were really proud of their drawings, right? And, but at some point, they stopped drawing. And it's mostly because someone discouraged them and there was a teacher saying, like, your art is not good, right? Um, but... It's in people, right? And actually, we liked doing that back then. Um, so everyone can draw, and that's what I'm trying to teach people. Um, I'm also trying to teach people how they can use it in their, in their jobs, right? Because drawing is a really effective tool to think through a problem, right? Just like actually doodling and trying to be visual about like creating empathy with a customer um, or, yeah, figuring out a complicated problem that that you have at hand um and drawing is also a great yeah communication tool as you said right a picture is worth a thousand words uh we know that saying so it's really effective um for presentations for discussions and whiteboards for even virtual meetings right like i had that in the pandemic i had one moment where I was so done with all these like virtual meetings and people just zoning off to do their emails because it was probably more important at the time. And like just having something on the screen, like like drawing something or even just putting shapes on the screen really caught their attention, right? 
Um, yeah, so I'm basically trying to teach people that they can draw in the first place and that it's really for, valuable for them to use it in their everyday jobs. That's awesome. I, mean, I wonder what, yeah, is teachers or something happens, doesn't it, along the way where, we, where the joy of drawing is lost, yes. I think, you know, and it's, it's, right. it's sad. It's sad. Um, your workshop title was Using Visual Facilitation to Become a Better Product Leader. Mm -hmm. A specific techniques or uh, angles that you took in relation to how maybe you'd normally take uh, uh, teach visual facilitation mm -hmm. was there yeah, different things you did given the audience or is it pretty much the same things that you'd cover regardless of who it was aimed at I have different versions of this workshop that I gave. Um, it was actually the first time I did a really long workshop of three and a half hours yesterday. Usually it's about two hours what I do. Um, so the first version is, um, I mean, I always teach the basics, right? And we start really basic with drawing like circles and lines. and uh, But everything is really made of these basic shapes. Um, and I teach people to see that, right? Like they can draw, draw a truck now. They can draw people with different emotions just by using stick figures. What are um, the basic shapes then? You mentioned circles and lines. It, Is there's that it? circles, lines, rectangles, uh, triangles, and then like a shape that's a little wobbly and that it starts where it's ends, uh, ending, basically. Like a cloud, for example. Yeah, so these are the five shapes, and you can draw anything with these five, five shapes. And that's how I start, right? And it, it seems a bit ridiculous because it's so simple. Um, but it is very useful. Um, yeah, so I do that. I teach the basic. I teach like how you draw emotions, how you draw people, and how you draw things, right? Things that matter in our work. Um, and then I usually apply it. Like sometimes I do basically thinking about the user. Who's the user? Right? You draw emotions. You draw their problem. Like what what problem are you trying to solve? Then you draw the solution, and then you draw the impact that you create from like from solving this problem, right? The impact on the user, the business probably even the world, if we're aiming big. Um, so that's one version of the workshop. The other version is where I try um, to teach more graphic recording, right? visual note-taking, right. sketch notes. So what we do there is we learn the basics again, and then um, we watch a TED Talk together, and uh, we draw together like the different things and learn how to structure a sketch note. Um, so that's another version. And uh, the version that we yet did yesterday uh, was again basics first everyone on the same page and then we worked through problems and breakout groups so um, basically the high level task was uh, you have to reduce CO2 emissions you're a product manager for a company in different industries and um, yeah again think through what is the problem you're trying to solve and what is the solution for this problem then create a storyboard, create empathy with the customer, think about how would the customer or the user actually use your solution, and then what impact it had. And then the last thing that I did the first time, timely, is using generative AI um, to kind of play around a little bit with that, because we all wonder, well, is this, still, is this skill still useful, right? Um, and actually it is. You want me to tell you why? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Like you may think, well, I can just like generate any image that I would like to generate, right? And it's doing things really well with like drawing, drawing food images or like stuff like that. It's doing really, really well. But it cannot do that well yet. Um, let's see if it can in the future. It's drawing the new things, right? So, for example, I was like in my story that I presented, I was uh, saying a drone would deliver a burger right onto your plate, 
right? Like that was kind of the solution that we came up with. And like, I mean, sometimes the AI was just like combining the drone and the burger in one and it looked like very scary floating on, on top of the customer. Um, so yeah, that didn't go that well, right? Um, so it's not that good at generating new ideas or new things that it doesn't know. And that's what product management is about ultimately, right? So that's not, that's not there yet. The other thing, of course, it won't help you on your whiteboard. It won't help you in brainstorming sessions, right, yet. It can help you to learn how to draw things, right? You can always say, draw this and this as a stick figure, and then you can just draw that easily. So that's awesome. It can help you have really good images for your presentations, and I can highly recommend that. But sketching is still a really good tool to know, like, to know how to do. Um, and that's why I think it's still very, very relevant for product managers and any other professions. It, it does beg the question, why do we sketch? Yeah, are we sketching for the recipient? Are we sketching for to help our own cognitive functioning and, and, and refining our own thinking and recording things in such a way that helps us recall the information rather right. than it being for presentation? I think the generative AI is great for saying, this is something which I want to show to other people. True. But it's no replacement for our own hieroglyphs and the things right. that we create to help ourselves connect with content. Correct. Yeah, I always think of drawing um, one, it's a thinking, understanding tool, and one, it's a communita communication tool. Yeah. And as you said, like Gen AI, great for communication, not that much for thinking and exploring no. problems. Well, so they say writing uh, refines your thinking. Right. You know, and I think that's a hugely important thing. Would you, do you have the conversations in the workshops that you run around, uh, Writing as a replacement for writing as drawing because you know, writing is images to an extent, but not quite the same. Does anyone ever bring that up? Um, I mean, I basically say write less, draw more, or like be more visual at the end of the day. Um, because what we said, right? An image is worth a thousand words. Yeah. But just the image is also not a good idea because you can interpret it in different ways, especially when you're from different backgrounds, right? Or you have different perspectives. Um, so it's always nice to have kind of one visual, one drawing and combine it with words or with short sentences to make sure it's actually what you want to convey, right? So combining is great. Only writing, not that much. You've um, given me a flashback to my adolescence. And maybe this was a moment when I just gave up drawing because I... <laughs> In my art class in secondary school, I drew, I painted a cat. Not actually, I didn't get a cat and paint it. I, I piece of paper, drew it, painted it, and it got put up in the, di in the, in the dining area, as did other people's kind of thing. And it wasn't because it was good. I think it was a pity thing. And everyone said to me, why have they put your picture of a goat on the wall? And it was not, it was not a goat, it's a cat. And that, Mate, you're really shit at drawing. I'm like, yeah, I think this is, this is, this is me retiring <laughs> from anything visual. So, yeah, That's my, the sad moment, right? That's what I'm trying moment. to get out of people by giving them the tools and by encouraging them again. Because I'm sure you can draw, draw well. And like, it's been a while since you draw that. I think cat. what I need now is counseling to help me process that, 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 <laughs> yeah. that deep trauma from all those years ago. Um, now, when you're working with product leaders, and they're sketching out these ideas and looking at customer empathy and, and the impact it will have. Are these, who typically then are these used to communicate to? Yeah, that's a question that I always get. Like, can you use 
drawings or images for all audiences. Um, so where hand-drawn things are really, really useful is to convey initial ideas or to get feedback on ideas um, because it, it looks so rough still, right? It, it's like very clear. This is not done yet. This is like something that I didn't spend a lot of time on and I want to have feedback, right? Um, and that means it's really great for like having a conversation with your team about an idea, for example. And team could be engineers, and they actually do appreciate that, at least from my perspective or from my experience. Um, also designers, of course, set expectations, right? Like say, hey, this is actually something that I like doing and it's not meant to like, get in your space, right? It's really more how I think, how I communicate, how I want to like work, basically. So be clear about that. Uh, that works really well, of course, also with le leadership, right? Like with, with management, like if it's at that stage, it's really useful. It's also useful to, to tell stories, right? Like, because we all know these explainer videos, they're really yeah. fun, right? Um, and you can create exactly the same feeling in a presentation and in, with a story when you hand draw things. Um, so it creates that empathy. It makes people like love. It makes you stand out as well because no one draws like you. Um, I had that experience, like I was in pre-sales for a year and I worked a lot with customers. And usually what they see is like these bullet point presentations with a screenshot of the software, right? Like all the time. And what I did is I, I was drawing like, like a user and I was drawing their journey and like I made it work, like I made it actually customized to their company. And they saw that, right? They saw what they told me, they saw themselves in there and it was just different. And they listened, right? Like they were excited, they listened. It made, like, it created much more interest in what I was trying to tell them, and it was much more effective. So empathy is, is the other thing. Um, if it's about really making a pitch for something that needs to be solid, the story thing works. I wouldn't, like, then have sketches of, like, the product that I'm trying to build in there, right? Because then it kind of conveys the wrong message, yeah. right? So you have to be mindful when to use it or when not. Um, but I would always say it's a useful tool, no matter which audience you're talking to. Awesome. Julia, it's been so nice to have this time with you and so informative. I wish I could draw. You can draw. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we'll thank do that later. That. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Um, Julia, thank you so much. If people want to find out more about you and what you do, what's the best way for them to do that? LinkedIn is great. I also have a website. It's J-K-S-T-E-I-E-R, jksteyer.com. Uh, so also that works. I bet it looks lovely. Thank you. Of course. Uh, so thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Maybe you come into the after party this evening. Of course. Maybe I'll, I'll bring some paper with me and you can also see how I can't draw. Thank Let's you. Let's draw a cat. Let's draw a cat and the goat and we'll compare okay. them. And Let's see if that. people can tell the difference. Awesome. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back again very soon. Thank you.